Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. It's the pick of the week. <laughs> that was different. <laughs> I like that one, actually. There we go. You just have to turn your brain off and not think about it. That's impossible. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I just black out and then I come back too. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I can uh-huh, relate to that. Uh-huh. Well, it my pick of the week this week. That it is. We're So just a warning, readers. <laughs> Katie and I are on the struggle bus a little bit with yeah. reading in general. Yeah. Um, it's like that uh, late summer lethargy. That's a word, right? It is a word. I have no idea if that's the correct pronunciation or not. I uh, assume it who is. Who knows? Yeah, it's okay. We're, we're just fine. going for it. We're just we're just kind <laughs> just of in a assume. chill mood. Just <laughs> yeah, so a little somber, maybe more. Yeah, more somber yeah. than our usual episodes. Yeah. We'll pull it together for you all. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. <laughs> that's, a, that's an extreme promise. <laughs> okay, yeah. focusing pick of the week, mm-hmm. and we are talking about. We, I, not the royal we. I'm just saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm. Just nod and smile. It's okay. We're going to go with this. So this is Blade Dancer by S.L. Vale. Mm-hmm. I hope that's how you say her last name. Uh, this is an older book. I want to say it came out in the early 2000s. Mm, I can see that. 2004, 2005. And this is pure sci-fi. So if you are a like a diehard fantasy romance, like don't like to stray from the genre, this might not be the best intro book for you because <laughs> this just drops you into full, full send sci-fi, aliens, mm. laser guns, weird. I dig it, I dig it. Yeah. Um, and this is also, so this is a standalone novel, but this author has a series called The Stardust. Star- <laughs> ah? <laughs> <laughs> the Stardust. We, so, we are starting off so great already. It is called The Stardock Universe. Oh, okay. And I want to say there's six or seven books wow. set in that series. Also very great books, but it's an investment if you mm. want to read that. So mm-hmm. that's why I picked Blade Dancer. You can read this book without knowing anything about the universe, but you kind of have to be willing to just accept the world that you're dropped into. That's fair. So I have read this book before. I've, I don't know how many times, many times. It's, Hundreds. It is one of my favorite books. I've been trying to get you to read it. I know. So many times. You will love it. I know. I just, it, sci-fi is a little bit intimidating sometimes. <sighs> I, I, can see that, especially once I start describing this story. So. Oh, God. It's just the <laughs> undertaking of heart and mercy again. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing will ever touch how weird <laughs> that book was. That's fair. Weird in a good way. Yeah. In Not in short, because this is not going to be a short review. <laughs> but the heroine of Blade Dancer is... Where do I even start? There's so much to go through. So the scene opens on Earth. And this is Earth like thousands of years in the future. Mm. Aliens are a thing in the Mm. world. But Earth is this very isolated, like, we don't like immigrants. Uh, Shocker. A little on (laughs) on the news Mm. a little bit. So there's like very strict regulations on like what aliens can do on Earth. Mm. And like. So is it like men in black? vibes or uh, uh, Coruscant from Star Wars? It's more like Star Wars. Okay. 
um, way closer to Star Wars, but okay. in between, it's I, okay. it's and very is unique. Earth like the boondocks, or is it like the hub? It's neither. So mm. it's neither the, like the center of the universe. Mm. There's um, so many different cultures and alien planets that are described. Mm -hmm. In the Stardock series, the heroine is human. But there's like full human? Full human, mm. kind of. Oh. There's a twist oh, in there. Oh. <laughs> there's a twist in the Stardock one. But for this story, it starts on Earth. Aliens are exist, and there's like various forms. There's like humanoid aliens. There's mm. like lizard aliens. Oh, no, All thank you. sorts of things. <laughs> um, our heroine is half alien. Oh. And I cannot remember the like the race of people mm -hmm. like she's with or she's from, mm -hmm. but she has been residing with her mother, who is an alien. Mm -hmm. um, her father was human on Earth in hiding in like mm -hmm. an underground shelter kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But she is just human enough looking to pass as human. Oh, okay. So the alien race that she's mixed with, for mm -hmm. lack of a better word, <laughs> are these six to eight foot tall Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the mom knew exactly what she was doing. <laughs> uh, blue people. This came out way before Avatar. This so. is also like right on the nose with all the alien stuff in the news. And then all those like alien smut books that have been super popular. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so maybe this is good timing for this pick of the week. Honestly. Yeah. But these aliens, uh, the blue giant people, are like beautiful, super muscular, very tall, and have claws like cats do. So like their claws come out when they're angry or feeling intense emotion, oh. like Wolver Wolverine, Wolverine style claws. Oh, geez. This is like, a, what is that? Ice planet barbarians? Uh, <laughs> that's exactly, yeah. maybe that's like a precursor to this book. Uh, yes. <laughs> Get you in the mood. And they also have like white eyes, no oh. color. Uh -huh. So our heroine has like pale skin, so she's not blue, but mm -hmm. she's abnormally tall. She's like six feet tall. Mm. Uh, abnormally tall, okay. Oh, and, and they <laughs> have- a little aggressive <laughs> six fingers uh, what <laughs> think of the possibility <laughs> i'm more like where is the extra finger and you're like oh, an extra finger because is it like an extra thumb or is it like an extra pinky i think it's an extra pinky maybe okay, okay. so she wears she has an extra finger she wears special gloves that keep them mm. bound and mm. so because she's just got all of these extra physical traits mm. she's been participating like she is a world-renowned shock ball player and it's like uh -oh. the equivalent of football but mm -hmm. way more violent and vicious it's and it's kind of cool yeah the ball is like uh electrified huh so you can't hold it for super long it's was this made into a movie i don't know i doubt it oh i vaguely am like pulling recollections of early 2000s movies that sound hmm. fairly similar to this there was a phase i feel like in American movie that was like super sci-fi heavy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Or you're just doing a really good job of like <laughs> describing know. this because I 100% can see it. Maybe this should be a movie. <laughs> this is all just background so you understand who the heroine is. Yeah. She is in hiding with her mom, but she's this famous chalkball player. Mm. So she wears sunglasses to like hide her eyes. Hell yeah. And special gloves. And she's like a kick-ass player. Mm -hmm. Like... But it's like a life or death sport. Like people regularly die playing oh, it. But she makes lots of money. Hell yeah. <laughs> so her mom dies like in the first oh. five pages. <laughs> as as <most>. expected. <laughs> yeah. Early uh, 2000s. <laughs> her dad's long gone. And as she's like carrying her mom's body out to the desert to like bury it in hiding because, you know, oh. aliens don't have rights. She's discovered by like basically customs and border patrol oh, essentially. No. <laughs> 
Um, and they <laughs> arrest her and basically deport her from Earth. What the fuck? Yeah. But she's only ever lived on Earth. Uh-huh. There's some parallels there. Like. Yeah. And so as her mother was dying, she passed along this story, uh-huh. like this, I don't know, tasked for her daughter to do, mm. like, go find the lost children of mm-hmm. such and such on my home world. Mm. You need to reunite them mm-hmm. because it gets really dark. Her her dad was a slave trader. Oh, my God. And <laughs> raped her mother. <gasps> what? And her mother was a part of a group of scientists on a ship that was raided and attacked and all oh. of the women were enslaved. And so... Her mother tasks her, like, go find the children of all of these, all uh-huh. of my friends. Yeah. Uh, they should be on this home world. Oof. This is all set up. Like, Holy nothing. Ha- I've gotten into zero plot yet. Yeah. So our heroine is kind of like, take no prisoners. Like, mm. I'm a badass. Like, mm-hmm. what you would expect a really badass football player to yeah, be. Yeah, honestly. Like, she's got, I got claws. I'm six feet. <laughs> I will kick your ass. Like, she is a really strong very firm in her convictions. Hmm. And she's kind of got a massive chip on her shoulder. Nice. Because, you know, dad was a slave trader. I, that, she was deported. That's fair. <laughs> uh, mom was in hiding for her entire yeah. adult life. She has, she that's, has that's balance. She's got baggage. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so what is her name? I don't even remember. I don't remember that's the heroine's name. I, I don't focus on names. Jory. I just remembered it. Jory. That's not what I was expecting. It's not. It's a nickname because her full name is like one of the alien names. Oh, I could see that. And so she goes by Jory. I was thinking like Selena or Celestial. It's something like that. But she's very much like a Jory. She's like a... Fuck you, bitches. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's my impression of this I heroine. love that's Jordan's, like, characterization of a person named Jory. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she gets on the ship. She uses her, like... Uh, she trades in like her football shock ball ring, mm. gets enough money to make it to her like mother's homeworld, mm. where she goes around trying to find all of these lost children of mm-hmm. like these women. And mm-hmm. there's it. She ends up collecting like four or five different people, and right. they all have different backstories. Yeah. All of them are very tragic, and they're all like half breeds. Oh. So some of, like she was half human, half this other blue people. The mm-hmm. other the other ones are like half blue people, half. Like lizard alien. Oh. Um, so all of these other children were taken in by their homeworld, but like kind of shut in a closet and yeah. pushed aside. And she gathers them all up to like, we need to figure out like what happened to our parents mm-hmm. and like what's going on and like get revenge. Yeah. So half the story is her finding all of these people, gathering mm-hmm. them up, getting on a ship to go get revenge and track down their history. Mm-hmm. And so they reluctantly all combine together, mm-hmm. get on a ship are en route to find the mystery of their past and take revenge. And mm-hmm. then their ship is taken by slavers. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Uh, yeah. I, it would take me way too long to get into the whole plot. Like, this is, yeah. isn't even halfway through. <gasps> what? There's a lot going on. But the second half of the book is mostly them landing on this training world hmm. to become assassins. That came out of left field, yep. but also There's here for so it. so <laughs> many things going on. And so as like a group of seven, uh-huh. they have to get through this very rigorous assassin training program oh. on this foreign world. And it's a very cute, 
all the secondary characters have great arcs and oh, that's nice background. And of course, there's a love interest because I wouldn't be reading this book if there wasn't. <laughs> Fair. So the other, the love interest <laughs> has a really, he's also half blue people, half human. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's got a lot of the same issues. Massive chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. How we like our love interests. <laughs> Very much enemies to lovers kind of thing. Oh, Love it. They don't know if they're potentially brother and sister. Oh, no. (laughs) Because they don't know who their dad is. And because they're both half human and half blue people, they're like resisting this very weird, like, is this incestuous? But I have a thing for you. There's like, yeah. So they're fighting within their little group. Yeah. It's just super cute. I feel like, yeah. Heavy. I was all over the place with this description. No, I'm also like totally intrigued by the concept of this whole thing. Because I feel like it's a conglomerate of like four or five sci-fi movies. Yeah, actually, that's it's like she picked every single sci-fi trope and threw it in a book. But there's also some great, very standard fantasy romance themes, Mm -hmm. like the whole enemies to lovers, the thing. We don't know what a relationship is, Mm -hmm. so we can't like there's all these hiccups in between them being a a couple Mm -hmm. in addition to all the badass assassin training. Mm -hmm. And what's really refreshing is this heroine is the one who makes all the moves. She's like, I'm into you. Yeah. Like, let's do this thing. And he's like, hold up. You may be my clan sister. (laughs) Clan sister. (laughs) That's what they call it. And she's like, but I want you. (laughs) And so she kind of goes off and pouts and like they separate. And then like, oh, I don't want to spoil it. But this is this scene is super good. Their whole claw thing comes out like when they feel threatened or angry Mm -hmm. or like a member of their clan is threatened or feels angry. And so like. Someone goes after her, uh-huh. our heroine. Clan brother is like, no, fuck you too. And like his claws come out and he goes full protective mode, like Wolverine style. I'm doing, I'm doing claw <laughs> hands. Literally, right yeah. Claw hands. <laughs> it's so cute. Uh, this actually sounds like I'm more interested in reading it you now. You say that you're never going to read this book. I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe you. I have commitment problems, but this does sound like one that will be near the top of my TBR. <laughs> I feel like it has similar vibes to Lindsay Burker's work, oh, the stuff that you've I described. Could see that. I will say upon rereading it this most recent time, mm-hmm. the language is kind of cliche a little mm. bit, like sci-fi cliche. Yeah. Uh, so if you can kind of overlook that. <laughs> I don't know that if I had never read this book before and mm-hmm. I picked it up now, if I would love it as much. Oh, okay. That's fair. I mean. Because it's, there's some cheesy like sci-fi mm-hmm. elements and if you just yeah. overlook that it's fine <laughs> that's fair but three books that have a similar vibe besides it, Lindsay Burker it's almost like we have a pattern to these episodes oh what? I was like oh, it's time for me to discuss mm. the similar books <laughs> there is another series of books called mm. the Leoden universe and this is by a husband and wife duo hmm. uh Sharon Lee and Steve Miller and they're science fiction books are like categorized as space operas oh okay and they're much more i'd say leoden universe is like the gateway from fantasy readers to sci-fi oh because there's much more like political maneuvering Mm -hmm. and like like you're dropped into a world and it's an alien world but Mm -hmm. it's got its own like fantasy elements to it Mm -hmm. um so anything in there but Specifically, a book called Scout's Progress hmm. is a great standalone book by that husband and wife duo. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend that one. That's mm. also on like my forever will we read this book. Whoa, okay. Yeah. And then a second definitely fantasy romance book is Daughter of No Worlds Oh man. by Carissa Broadbent. I will admit I haven't finished that. I haven't either. I got to 40% and then like yeah. cashed out. That's exactly <laughs> where I got to. Yeah. 
And I wouldn't categorize it as like necessarily a DNF Mm because it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It just didn't hold my attention anymore. I think it was too long. Yeah, I could see that. But the same, I I bring that one up because the the heroine in that book is Mm -hmm. very similar. Mm. The same kind of chip on her shoulder, Mm -hmm. but has something to prove and Mm -hmm. like doesn't take shit from anyone. Yeah, I could see the parallels. Yeah. And then finally, Iron Widow, which you reviewed, Mm -hmm. was it last? No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Sometime in the past. (laughs) At one point. uh, And I have never read Iron Mm -hmm. Widow, but... I can see the parallel vibes, like the whole alien thing and like weird. I I feel it. (laughs) I can't quantify it, but the vibes are there. (laughs) That's the thing. A lot of books just don't necessarily have the same themes. Yeah, but you get like a feeling. Like, I wonder if it's a writing style. Like certain authors just write in a very... Yeah. similar manner maybe i could see that and you can't like it's not like really quantifiable without like literary analysis <laughs> and maybe that's why akatar comes up so much mm, because i could see that it's so relatable across so many mm-hmm. different writing styles yeah i feel like it's not bland but it's very palatable it's like the marvel universe yeah for that's, like film that's weirdly <laughs> like very on point because yeah do you like movies do you like special effects <laughs> Watch this entire like 20 movie yep, long. Yep, yeah. And that's yeah. what Sarah J. Moss does. That's fair. Hmm. That sounded like a sassy dig, and that's not how what I, I meant. Yeah, because I will say that I've reread the Akatar series a lot of times and it's like approachable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not and you feel invested in it. It's like a good movie. And I feel like I'm not a Marvel fan, but I feel like that's probably how people feel with the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Where there's like a lot going on, but it's not overwhelming and it's a fun story. And you're Like, you invested. know, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some books that you're like, I don't know that I'm going to be happy. <laughs> there's a period where like I refuse to pick up a book unless I knew exactly how it was going to end. That's fair. Because <laughs> it's an investment thing. Yeah, honestly, because it's depressing when you get to the end and you're like, I'm depressed now. Everyone does. Yeah, (laughs) three to five business days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was Blade Dancer by Mm -hmm. S.L. Vale. Well, from Jordan Shelf to yours, we will see you on the next page. Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram. Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Thanks for listening. Bussin'.